All right, real quick, we want to tell you guys about one of our sponsors, Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered straight to your door. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. We absolutely love Factor. I cannot even tell you how delicious these meals are, guys. And I just love that you just throw it in the microwave. It's ready in two minutes. I've had some crazy busy weeks lately. and all my free time, I'm wedding planning. I'm trying to eat right for my wedding and Factor makes it so easy to do that. They have high protein meals, which I love. I'm trying to hit those 30 grams of protein every single meal. And Factor meals do that time and time again. They have delicious snacks, smoothies, and more. I love the coffee and chocolate breakfast smoothie. It's a protein smoothie and it is so delicious. I just can't tell you enough of how good and delicious Factor is. It's seriously the real deal. And if you guys use our code ALREADYFRIENDS50, you'll get 50% off. Again, that is ALREADYFRIENDS50 for 50% off your first order. And that's at factormeals.com. So go to factormeals.com slash alreadyfriends50 to give Factor a try for yourself. It's seriously so worth it. And we're so grateful to have them as a sponsor of the Already Friends podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today we are back with our What Would Your Best You Do segment. You guys send in your questions. We do our best to give our advice, give our thoughts. So we've got some questions pulled from our website, which is where you can always send in your questions. Alreadyfriendspodcast.com. The podcast, Instagram, Allison's Instagram, my Instagram. But yeah, that's what we're thinking for today. But as always, we'll do a little catch up, share our peaks of the week, and we'll get into the fun, juicy questions. Yes. Okay. Okay, updates here. Like you guys know, I was just in Omaha for a little less than a week. It was like six days. Did a lot of fun podcast things, record in person. And yeah, so I've just been home. Not too many updates. I'm sure I'll share more next week. But I had this funny revelation and I'm like, I want to bring this up in the podcast and see if Allison can relate. I Have you ever looked up someone that you were like super best friends with in elementary and middle school and they've like fallen off the face of the earth and you like cannot find them anywhere online? No. <laughs> I have like a few besties from elementary or middle school that like I've Googled their name and nothing comes up. And I'm like, what happened to this person? They just like went off the grid. They went off the grid. And they had very- That's honestly impressive. I know. So I was just curious if that ever happened to you. That was honestly like Clay. Mm-hmm. Like I was always curious in college, like what was he up to? And he didn't have Facebook. He didn't have Instagram. I was always like, what happened to this kid? Because we, if you guys are new here, Clay's my boyfriend. We've been dating for five years now this time, but we also dated a little bit in high school. Mm-hmm. And then we broke up and then moved on with our lives. It wasn't like this bad breakup. We were just young kids. And then I was always curious, like as one is about their exes. Yeah. Like what, what's he up to? And like couldn't ever find anything about him. And then finally one day he got Snapchat and I was like, oh, he's alive. I was like, was he in jail? Like I had I had no idea what happened to him. And he's just like, oh no, I just like don't like social media. <laughs> it was that simple. That was the answer. Yeah. yeah, but there are some specific people that have the most niche name, like not like a Allison Smith or like, but there's this girl, Simone Jaffrey. I'm just going to say her name. If anyone knows her, it's like S-U-M-O-N. Like that is not a normal Simone spelling. Mm. We were besties in elementary school, did the talent show three years together. And I'm like, oh, whatever happened to her? Googled her name, can't find anything. No Instagram, no Facebook, no public records. Maybe she went to work for like the CIA. Yeah. And they had like wiper. Like, you know how people get new identities? Yeah. Maybe something happened and now she's under a new name. Or even like some people that are teachers, 
they'll like use their middle name as their last mm-hmm. name or something because like they don't want their students finding them. Yeah, which is another thing. Or yeah, one more person, another friend from best or one of my besties from middle school. Super gorgeous. Like just like a really cool person. I think I saw her once in high school at like another friend's birthday party and then I never saw her again. And I've Googled her name too. Hers is more common. Brooke Price. <laughs> I don't know who she is. These two people are like, dude, they're like, our cover. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll edit these out. I don't know. But I think it's kind of funny. If anyone knows these people, let me know because I just want to know how they're doing. Like it comes from a place of genuine interest. Like I'm just curious what they're up to because I have so many fond memories with these people and I literally have no idea where they are. I'm honestly just so impressed by people that can do no social media, not even like LinkedIn, not even Facebook. That's like, what I thought. I'm like, oh, for sure, LinkedIn. I'll find them. Neither one of them have LinkedIn. Wow. That's crazy. They probably are like on a farm and like growing their own food and just loving life. Yeah, I guess Clay is a good example of that because the only way you knew he got a Snapchat was because his phone number. Yeah, it yeah. like was connected still. Maybe I should just see if I have their phone numbers. Just call them. <laughs> No, I don't think I had Simone's because I think we were friends in elementary school. So I don't think I had her phone number ever. But Brooke, should I just call her? <laughs> should we do it now? Hey. Just uh, how's things been for the past 15 years? Literally. Like we were in orchestra together. We spent three years. Oh, playing. you were in orchestra? Yeah. I didn't know this. Fun yeah. fact. Fun fact. What'd like, you play? The viola for what? Fourth grade through high school. So like... That's kind of a long time. Yeah. Like if I brought a viola over to you right now, like, could you whip something out? Um, that's maybe. I don't know if I could play anything from memory, but maybe if you put up some sheet music. I Seriously? Do, yeah, I do need the lines. So you know how, where you put your fingers? Like I probably still need the lines where, you, where to place your fingers for different notes. But I mean, actually, I don't know. I'd probably be fine without those. It's just like one of those comfort things where I always taped where on mm. the, the neck to put your fingers for the notes, but I probably wouldn't need that. Actually, it'd probably be fine. But you can fully read sheet music. Yeah. Okay, it was nine years. Why did I t- <laughs> Why did I need to do math? Yeah, I played for nine years. I played Les Mis in high school. The musical, high, or our, my high school did Les Mis, the musical for our show. And I played in the orchestra. And that's three hours nonstop of music. Les Mis is one of the only musicals where they sing the whole time. And there's music the whole time. So you don't wow. get a break. Your arm's like up. And oh, obviously there's the intermission. But yeah, other than that, there's music the whole time. Wow. But I was not the best. I, I'm <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a good viola player, viola. But yeah, I was like third chair and there's only three of us. So that's like not good. <laughs> but you know, it's better than nothing. I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank I, you. This is a new thing. Discovery. That I about you. Yeah. yeah. Quick question that we can give your updates. Do you play any instruments? So my mom's sister found a clarinet at a garage sale. Mm-hmm. And I had told my mom I wanted to play the flute. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she like thought <laughs> it was a flute or like thought, well, close enough or something. Yeah. And so they were like really excited to give it to me. And I was like, I don't want to be Squidward. <laughs> yeah, that's literally Squidward. Because <laughs> that was like back in the t- era of Spongebob. Mm-hmm. And so it just like sat in my closet and then I never tapped in. But honestly, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. Like it's, I wish I would have played piano though. Yeah. But I don't have regrets for not really pursuing the flute. Like I think, <laughs> I think that was okay that it didn't work out. Because I was really into running, soccer, the sports. Like I was on the kickball field. Yeah. Every recess. Yeah. Like even though I can play the viola, I did not give my all to that. Like I was doing so many other activities in sports, like learn. <laughs> not like I said we were, I was always like the worst in every orchestra I was in but that's okay I could still do it yeah and it was still of a certain quality but I'm not auditioning for anything like that 
someday I do want to learn how to play the piano, but yeah. I figure while I'm young and able-bodied, mm-hmm. now I need to do things like boxing or oh. like sports type of stuff. And there will be a day where my body can't move very well. And I'm just like, you know, retired at home. And I'm like, that will be the perfect time for me to pick up piano. That's smart. I'm saving it for saving it for later. Plus. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a good rationale. Have you thought of that before? Yeah. Okay. I was like, wow, that was very thought out. Because my sister's really good at musical things. And my stepbrother was teaching himself how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. And I, they were like, you know, what are your thoughts? And I was like, ah, oh, saving it for a couple <laughs> decades for retirement. Now. <laughs> I'll have 20 years to learn then. That's funny. Honestly, though. Okay, well, what other updates do you have? Mm, well, speaking of family things, I guess, it was my mom's birthday on Sunday. So me, Clay, my sister, and Peaches, of course, took my mom out to Ashland, which is a town. I never know. I'm like, is it a town? Is it a city? I would say town. Yeah. But like a little outside of Omaha. Mm -hmm. And they have this gorgeous bakery and a cute, mm, I feel like it's like a home store. Yeah. They got like laundry, kitcheny stuff, but it's very cute. So we took her out there and I wish that they were, that the Fariner Bakery was closer. Like I Mm -hmm. I don't even feel like it was just good for Nebraska. Like I feel like it was actually very, very good compared to all the places you've traveled. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not just the actual baked goods, but like the vibe and the selection. Mm-hmm. They really did a good job. I would love to know the backstory of the owner or something. Like, I feel like they had to have spent some time in Europe and were like, well, I'm from Ashland and like my family's here. So I'm just going to open it here. Yeah. And when you say town, it's like actually very small. And it's like out there in the country. Yeah. So it's like very impressive that there's a super cute, like it's giving Joanna, Chip and Joanna. Yeah. I'll I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. But the Instagram is probably just Fariner Bakery, Mm F-A-R-I-N-E-R Bakery. But a funny story with it. So we go, and then after, since it was kind of a drive back, on the way back, there was this dog park. And we're like, oh, perfect. We'll like let Peaches like, play a little bit and it was super good weather that day. So we just like went into this dog park and it was just us. So Clay was like laying on this bench and just like soaking up the sun. Fast forward, we drive home and Clay's like, I don't know where my phone is. And I was like, oh, 100% fell out of your pocket while you was laying on the bench. Because if you guys have a boyfriend, I know for a fact your boyfriend does this too. When they get into the fucking car, their phone and like their wallet like slide out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what is wrong with guys. Like I think it happens like literally every time Clay gets in the car and I always get so irritated because I'm like, sir, take your phone out before you get into the car or before you sit down because it's always like shattering or like, oh. make, well, not it's like making such a loud noise. Mm-hmm. Is it falling out onto like the cement? No, it'll or? like go down into the crevice. Right, yeah, yeah. That is such a loud noise. And I'm just, and then we have to like dig it out and sorry, Clay. Clay doesn't listen to these anyway. But <laughs> no. just like outing him. He'll never know. I really feel like so many guys do it all the time, especially in like gym short pockets. Yeah. It just like slides out. Anyway, I was like, well, he already feels bad enough. So I'm not going to be like, I told you so. How far away were you? Oh, we were home. (laughs) No, we got home. How did you not realize? Okay, Ashton's like 50 minutes away. Yes. (laughs) And let it get worse. He had to go to dinner with his grandparents. So I had to go get it. 
oh, this story just keeps getting worse. So I was like, you know what? There was this bike on Facebook Marketplace. It was so fucking cute. It was vintage. It was pale pink. It was everything I've ever hoped and dreamed of in a bike. I was like, I'm going to make a whole TikTok about this. Like, so I'm filming. The guy's like, yes, like confirmed. You can have it. I was like, I will Venmo you right now. And he's like, I would prefer cash. And I was like, well, don't you let anyone else have this bike? Like it's mine. And so I reached out to him because he lived in Lincoln. And I was Mm -hmm. like, hey, I have to drive to Ashland right now. Any chance that I could pick up the bike because I... I will already be over there. And then I was like, then I won't be so annoyed that I have to like go get Clay's phone because I can kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. He's like, actually, yeah, that works great. I stayed the night at me- my fiance's house last night, but like, just let me know your ETA and I'll meet you back at my house. And I was like, okay, perfect. So I let him know. I get to Ashland. The phone is still there. Shout out Nebraska for people being good. And there was people at the dog park at the point that we got there. Wow. And it was just sitting there. But my dad's truck, my pickup that I've been driving, it needs oil a lot. So on the way there, I, and it ran out of, like not fully ran out of gas, but I had to stop at a gas station, mm-hmm. get oil, put it in, do the whole thing. I get to Ashland, I get the phone, <laughs> I make it to Lincoln. Someone stole the bike off the man's porch while he was sleeping at his fiance's house the night before. And we didn't know because we got there like at the same time. You're joking. Had, no, just had to drive all the way home for nothing. This is so sad. I know. And I'm never like, it was such a perfect, perfect bike. Like I wanted it for the Airbnb. I was literally just going to keep it in the kitchen. It was like going to be a piece of art and it had a little basket on the back. And I'm like, oh my God, Peaches and I, we're going to be cruising around on that thing. Like I was devastated. And I'm devastated for you. I will post a photo on the episode blogs on our website of this bike. Like it is so cute. And so How I much was him, he selling it for? He asked for a hundred, which mm-hmm. I already felt like was so good, but I was like negotiating. I was like, well, I have to drive from Omaha and I have to put like gas and oil in. So would you take 80? And he was like, yeah, sure. Oh, cool. That's amazing. I know. And so I told him, I was like, if you happen to like find it at a pawn shop or it shows up, like I'll still buy it from you. Get it back. Like I'll I'll pay whatever. Yeah. Why? Why did someone steal that? I know. And you know, whoever stole it, they're not appreciating it. No. They didn't care that it was a cute vintage pink bike. I'm pulling it up so you can see, because I feel like it's very important to have a visual marketplace messenger. I'm like sad to show you because it's so cute. I shouldn't even look at it again. Oh, that's so Allison. He's perfect. That's so depressing. Yeah. Well, let's just hope whoever <laughs> took it needed it. Honestly. There you go. Yeah. So that's my update. <laughs> that's four hours of driving, three and a half hours of driving in one day. Yeah. For not that much yield. <laughs> You're like, I mean, the bakery was nice. <laughs> just for being a nice girlfriend. Like, ew. And, and then since Clay was at his grandparents' house, I had to do a drop his phone off at his grandparents. He was very appreciative. Yeah. Plays king. Yeah. He's probably... That wasn't his fault that he like had to go to dinner with his grandparents. I wasn't going to be like, ah, that sucks. You still have to go to dinner with them and then hope it's still there at 9 p.m. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, some people probably would do that, but no, that's scary. Like if it was like sunglasses, maybe even a wallet, but like a phone, people really steal those. Yeah. It's like a thousand dollars. No, I know. Yeah. And I know how I feel like when I don't know where my phone is. I'm Wait, sure it's not the same for Clay. It but. literally was a flip situation. You guys are so worried about the phone being stolen. You didn't even think about the bike being stolen. I know. So at least when I was driving home, I'm like, well, if one thing was going to get stolen, like I did come out here more for the phone. Like I would have rather. Yeah. Like imagine you came with the bike. Like, so I got the bike. Your but phone bad news. was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That would be horrible. All right. So peaks of the week. 
I'm just gonna say my peak was these amazing cinnamon rolls I had in Omaha, which was a few weeks ago, but it's fine. At Early Bird, they were so good. So, oh yeah, what's it called? It's like like the fast one next to it, or did you go to the actual restaurant? I went to the actual one, and they have okay. two cinnamon rolls, so delicious. Mm. Great breakfast. So, are you a cinnamon roll over pecan roll girl? Oh, I don't know if I've ever had a pecan roll. Oh, really? Yeah. And I try that. I feel like all the like basic dinery vibe places, I feel like they always have a pecan roll or a cinnamon roll. Okay. So growing up, if like if me, my mom and sister went, we'd always get one of each and then like yeah. all three like split both. Yeah. We got like a sweet and a savory for breakfast. So with my friend. That's we got like, a little bit yes. both. Yeah. Sharing is king. I would like, not want to eat two cinnamon rolls like mm-hmm. as a meal, but getting that and like an omelet and other good things, that was good. Isn't it the worst though when you like go to eat with someone and you you have it in your head that you, you they'll want to split something and yeah. they're just like, oh no, I kind of just really wanted this. And you're like, wait, no, I need like, two different this items is why here. I would go out and eat by myself. I just wanted one thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, a huge perk of us going together is we get to split two entrees. We have to try each other's choice. Obviously. So rude. <laughs> okay. What's your peak? Um, What is my peak? Okay, it's kind of a small peak. It wasn't that exhilarating, but I went to the Habitat for Humanity Restore mm-hmm. in Omaha. I, do they have those everywhere? Yeah, it depends, but yeah. I think they have one in St. Louis and okay. most Bigger big cities. cities. Yeah, okay. or even smaller cities too. Yeah, it's like a home fixer-upper thrift store, basically. Yeah. Like they have like sliding doors and windows yeah. and light bulbs and fixtures and a lot of things like that. And furniture. Yeah. But like good quality furniture. Mm-hmm. And some of it's even like new. I don't yeah. know where it's coming from. I didn't end up buying anything, but I went in and I was like, okay, this is kind of a game changer to be able to like pop in here because there's like a few fixtures in here I would like to upgrade. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just feel like now that I'm in my Airbnb era and like going forward, would obviously like to continue on this. Nice mm-hmm. to know as a thrifty girl that the restore exists. They yeah. paint, like there's so many things that really add up when you're renovating. Yeah. And good quality. Like you said, there can be new stuff. So yeah, actually, no, I did buy something. I bought um <laughs> drawer pulls. Oh, nice. And I put them on the other night. I was like, oh, cool. Because um, the ones that came with the vanity were not cute when I moved in. Mm. So I took them off. And for... Um, three years, I've been opening the wood drawer just like with my hands, like prying it open and it's very tight. And so I saw them. It was like $3.99 or something for these pack of four cute little drawer pulls. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Fun. Adulting. Adulting. (laughs) Okay, now it's time for your guys' peaks. Casey said, I photographed four events in a row and felt energized rather than drained. So exciting. That's amazing. It sounds like you're thriving. Your business is doing great. So... Pop off. Max said, just ran into my kindergarten teacher 20 years later, made the world feel smaller. That's so, so, cute. so cute. What the heck? So cute. My first grade teacher came in a new wave last year sometime. And I had the same feelings that I'm sure you just went through, Mac, where I was like, what? This is just so, I just want to hug you. Yeah. And then she bought something and then she like sent me a picture of it in her house and I was just like melting. That's adorable. Glad someone's connecting with people from elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no, love it. Jenica said, taking time off for my birthday next weekend. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great time. And Maggie said, enjoyed the perfect weather by going to a vintage festival with my boyfriend. It was so fun. I love that. Yay. There's amazing. Some, yeah, amazing. And as always, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram story every Monday. Party Friends podcast. As always, if you want bonus episodes, head to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash friends. Five fifty five a month for our entire backlog of bonus episodes. So if you want more episodes and you've run out, head there. You want to support your favorite podcast so we can keep <laughs> podcasting? Yes. Come over there. 
Okay, and getting into the what would your bestie do questions. The first one, do you want to take it away? Yes. Okay. I've been feeling so discouraged with the job search lately. I've been out of college and working in my field for almost four years now and thought that it would be easier finding a new job, but it feels like it's just been harder. Advice on what to do or just some words of encouragement. Okay, I have some words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. I feel like quite a few people around me have been applying for jobs lately and the hunt has been real. Mm. I don't know if this is like post pandemic problems or what, or if with inflation, if companies are just trying to be really intentional about who they're hiring, but I do feel like it's kind of hard to get like a good job right now. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And unfortunately, I just think that we're close to the R-E-C word Mm -hmm. and it's definitely being affected within companies. I know people that I know, people are getting let go and then they're just having to do their boss's work on top of their work with no pay increase. So just know that it's happening everywhere. And yeah, I I just think it's from the economy, honestly, because Mm -hmm. I don't think people are hiring as much at all. And I do think that a lot... A lot of people are looking for jobs right now. And there's been so many technological advances in the past couple of years that honestly, I feel like a lot of jobs like are getting taken, even if like chat GPT, like so much like creative social media graphic design. Like now we have Canva. We have all of these like Zapier, all of these apps and plugins for websites and marketing and copywriting. It's a lot of jobs that companies have been able to streamline. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I do feel like in that industry, sometimes those are the first cuts to go to a company. (laughs) I feel like this is so dark and sad. I know. Well, she said encouragement and I'm, I'm trying to tell her that she's not alone. Yeah. Because I think it is, consoling to hear like it's not you it's the economy yeah no I definitely think that a lot of people are struggling with this so I would say one of the things that you could do to hopefully help is reach out to your network don't be afraid to post on LinkedIn that you got laid off or that you're looking for a switch I feel like it is being vulnerable but I think that it really shows that it just puts your name out there so that people can see and if you say hey guys recently got laid off from my graphic design position at so-and-so I had a really great time. Loved working with everyone there. I'm currently looking for new opportunities. So make a LinkedIn post. Even if you feel comfortable, put it up on your Instagram or on Facebook because people might have something. You just need to start telling people that you're looking because I know I have a friend who had gotten laid off from a copywriting job. And then now me knowing that if I have ever seen or if I would see a copywriting position or just like heard a friend who needed a copywriter, like I could think, oh, let me refer Jessica. That's not this person's name, but let me refer Jessica and like connect them. So I think put it out there tell people that you are actively looking for a job. I think also with whatever you do, I don't know if you have a certain skill or trade, if you're a photographer, I'm thinking of creative things, or if you are, I don't know, an accountant, are there any projects or things that you can do for free that could just put out that like giving mindset out into the world? So for example, if I was a photographer and I was struggling to get clients right now, I would just go out and shoot people for free, post on my Instagram, post on LinkedIn, like, hey, I'm doing free headshots, like, I don't know, just like putting that out there and giving because one, you're just going to meet people. Two, no one's going to say no to like a free headshot. So say you want to do more photography for local businesses, just start going out to the the businesses and just doing stuff for free, build your portfolio and just start networking and telling people that you're trying to get paid opportunities and stuff. I feel like if you give when you don't have anything, you get good energy back. That's all great advice. A couple of thoughts I had were now has never been a better time for entrepreneurship. Like, 
like I do feel very fortunate that we have pursued a lot of our own things Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to worry about someone firing me. Of course, it comes with the risk of I have to make sure that the risk is on me, but I feel Mm -hmm. at least peace of mind that as long as I keep doing what I'm doing, like things will be good. I... Sometimes we talk about it on here, but I have this Instagram account at the Omaha local that I've had since like freaking 2017 or whatever. But I know a lot of cities have these like guides, like Instagram accounts or whatever. But dead ass, if you're in a city and it's not like super, super saturated, those accounts blow up so fast. You could literally just charge a business like $100 for a feature of an Instagram and do like five of those a week and like you're good. Like any very niche type of social media account that like serves a very specific audience like that. And um, like Erin, we had her on about finances. She Mm -hmm. made that TikTok page all about finances, has a $4.99 download in her bio and she posted that she's sold over $10,000 of that, just that one download. Mm -hmm. So obviously that's like something to build up, but those options are out there. And then, yeah, you said put it out to the world. I had one more thing, but shoot, I can't remember, but. Is there something like doing anything for free or yeah? Oh yes, I remember. So in 2019, 2020, when Clay and I went to Backpack South America, we were able to do that on a budget of $33 or less per day each. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is an opportunity of a time to go live in a foreign country that's so affordable because when Clay and I were doing the math, we were like, wait, so it's literally cheaper for us to go backpack in South America than to just like continue our lives in Omaha. Like that seems mind blowing to me. And do you want to talk about the girl uh, that you connected with, how she kind of recently did that? Yeah, you guys should follow her. Her name's Kaylin on TikTok and I'll, I'll link her TikTok. But yeah, she had gotten laid off and was super struggling with the job search. And she was just like, you know, what? I'm going to go live in Columbia and work and do stuff over there. And it's just a lot cheaper. And yeah. Yeah, might as well be somewhere cool that's cheaper while you're figuring it out than just feeling stuck and uninspired here. Yes. So I would say with all that, definitely just reach out to your network. I mean, they always say your network is your net worth. Is that what you're going to say? Or just like, you're like, I don't know what it is. 10 times more likely, 30 times, 90 times more likely to get a job if you have a referral. If someone, Mm. and especially with the recession that's possibly going to happen, they are probably only hiring referrals because they're probably getting way more applicants. And yeah, if you can find someone who works at the company, reach out to the hiring manager when you apply, like really make sure you're doing all of those extra steps too. I feel like that will really help you. But words of encouragement, you got this. This is just temporary. It's not permanent. You're doing amazing. And yeah, just aligned action. Know what you are wanting and just keep taking action towards it. Even when it feels like it's not going right at all. Something's gonna work out. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program out there. They've been experts for 30 years and millions of users have trusted them to help them learn second, third, fourth languages. And this is especially timely for me because one of my goals for the year, I literally just said this in our Patreon goal setting workshop last week, is that I want to learn Spanish. I studied German in college and unfortunately, I don't get to go to Germany or Austria very often. I have been spending a lot of time in South America and Mexico. I spent all of January in Colombia and I loved it so much that I'm going back in April. I'm going to Tulum next week. And I'm like, you know what? It is time that I really buckle down and get better at Spanish. If you also are thinking of traveling more, 
learning second, third, fourth languages. I can't recommend getting started with Rosetta Stone enough. If you would like to get Rosetta Stone and not put off learning language any longer, there's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Already Friends listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem 50% off at rosettastone.com today. And thank you to Rosetta Stone for sponsoring the Artie Friends podcast and helping me in my Spanish language learning journey. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. This episode is sponsored by Honey Love. Honey Love is revolutionizing the bra game. Can you think of a bra that you actually like to wear? One that doesn't poke you, does not hurt, and that you kind of forget that you're wearing? For me, I'm thinking of my Honey Love bra. I have fully said goodbye to wearing underwire and bulky fabric bras that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. The fabric is super soft and it feels like a second skin and you'll immediately feel and notice the difference. Right now, I'm wearing the silhouette bra and I'm totally forgetting that I'm wearing a bra, but it totally lifts. It feels so supportive. It looks so good under shirts. And it's not like those bras that give you that uniboob effect when you put on a tight shirt or tight clothes. It separates, it lifts, it does everything that a bra should be doing. I'm also obsessed with the shapewear. I have the superpower thong, which is kind of like this mid-stomach shapewear piece. The way that it gives my body this hourglass shape that I did not know that I had and is so comfortable. I have traditional shapewear from a few different brands and they kind of hurt so bad. Within a couple hours, I feel like I can't breathe. But with Honey Love's shapewear, it's so comfortable. It's meant to be able to breathe, to live your day-to-day life in. And I feel like I can definitely use the shapewear for my wedding. So I'm very excited about that. So if you're ready to step into that next level comfortable bra and shapewear, it's your time to get Honey Love. Go to honeylove.com slash already friends and you can get 20% off your entire order with that link. So it's honeylove.com, H-O-N-E-Y-L-O-V-E.com slash already friends for 20% off. Make sure to use that code to show your support of the show. And thanks again to Honey Love for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast.
Okay, next question. I'm in the process of planning a solo backpacking trip through Latin America, and I'm so excited. This will be my first true backpacking trip, although I have solo traveled before. I'm unsure how much to plan ahead and how much to leave up to spontaneous decisions. I like having some security of knowing where I will be going and staying and what each new place has to offer, while also allowing myself flexibility and depending on how much I like certain places, opportunities, etc. Any tips for finding this balance? I'm a big wanderer and love exploring new places on foot and seeing what I can find. For reference, I'm 22 years old with no timeline or job to return to the U.S. <laughs> okay, Love so that, that kind of piggybacked off your previous yeah. advice. So, okay, so there's no timeline because that was going to be my first question. Like, how long are you going? Because if you were going only for a month or three months, maybe you would want it more planned than going for a whole year. Mm-hmm. And if you were going for a short amount of time, especially like a month, I would say you probably should plan a lot of it because you're trying to hit a certain amount of countries or you're just trying to do one country. Um, so those are good answers, knowing that it's an open timeline. I mean, yeah, going back to what you've said and what we've said on, on previous episodes, it's like, what's your why behind the trip? Are you trying to go to every single country in Central America? Then maybe you should be planning really dig- diligently. Are you only trying to go to a few countries? Like, that's my first thought. How far are you trying to travel? Because if you are trying to do a lot, then I think maybe you should think about planning because with every single country you go to, there's different visas you might need. There's different amounts of time that you can be in a a certain country before you need to leave. And sometimes you have to fly back to the US. So I don't know. There's all these different things that kind of depend on how many countries and how long you're going to be traveling. Mm-hmm. When I did my Europe backpacking trip solo, I did not plan a single thing. Mm-hmm. Like got off the flight, didn't even have a hostel for that night. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, I loved that the entire thing was so open-ended because I was like, I could end up in Germany or Greece tomorrow. Like, I have no idea what's happening. And each event just like led to another event. Like I met this person and they told me to go to that place. And then I met these people and they invited me over there. And then someone would refer me to go to this country. And it just made everything feel more magical because it was like, what are the chances that all of this happened? Mm -hmm. So especially if you don't have a timeline and you're so young, like Mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like hard hardly book anything. Like you could give yourself if you feel like, okay, I kind of want to be in this general region for a couple of weeks. And then maybe once that time is up, be like, okay, I want to go to this country now. Yeah. But I feel like live and let live, man. I couldn't agree more. I feel like for this situation, you should just book a one-way flight somewhere. Mm -hmm. Literally book your first night. If you want, if you are someone who needs some sort of plan, book your first night, maybe book your second night. But like, you're so right. You're going to get the best recs on the ground, way better than what you're finding online. You're going to learn everything you need to learn from other travelers at the hostels, other locals. And the magic of backpacking is letting... I like have goosebumps right now because it (laughs) is. It is just like letting whatever happened, happen. Like, again... I did the same thing when we went to South America. We had no agenda. We kind of roughly thought one country per month. Yeah, okay. But other than that, we were like that whole month in Colombia could be in Medellin. It could be in the coffee region and we would just be somewhere. And then when we both mutually kind of were like, okay, feel like we're good here. Yeah. We'd be like, what are we feeling next? Are we feeling relaxing? Do we want to go party? Do we want to go do a tour? Yeah. And I feel like as humans, we're so dynamic. Like you don't, how are you supposed to know two weeks from now that you want to go on the zip lining tour? Like what if Mm -hmm. another opportunity arises and then you can't go to this festival with all your new friends because you booked a fucking zip line tour. No, that's that's what you're doing. That's a hundred percent what I was going to say. There's going to be so many once in a lifetime opportunities that happen while you're on the ground and you obviously can't predict them. 
them. So be dumb to fill your schedule with somewhere that you have to be that you could have just done that like a few weeks later. And maybe you don't even want to go to that place anymore. So I feel like you should just let the magic happen with serendipity and timing and just, yeah, pick a one-way flight location. And I think that's enough. I agree. Unless, like I said, if you're going somewhere for like a month and you're trying to backpack Europe and you're like, I want to see as much of Europe as possible, then maybe Google some itineraries. But even that, I'm sure you could just pick your in and out cities and, and plan in between. But yeah, it sounds super fun. Wishing you the best. And I guess if you have any other questions, let us know. All right. Next question. Yes. What are your guys' favorite ways to take care of yourself? Okay, Slay. Mm-hmm. Love a good self-care question. A really, really long hot shower comes to mind immediately where you like do the deep, deep cleaning. Get out, put my robe on, coconut oil my whole body, light incense, Palo Santa the area, make sure peach is taken care of, and then just like indulge in either something on YouTube or a book or a good scroll. To me, that feels very calming. I love to sweat if I can. Mm-hmm. I have to like really work hard to sweat. So if it's like a hot day out and I can just like bake in the sun or like go for a run and like, I feel like sweating is like purging out the ick, mm-hmm. especially if you're in a place where you're like, oh, I really need to take care of myself today. Like a deep sweat and then like a long shower so cleansing. Yeah. I mean, not to plug our self-care series, but with the eight dimensions, but I feel like now when I hear questions like this, I totally look at it in the lens of the eight dimensions and how each dimension requires different things. But I'm with you. My top answer is definitely physical activity and working out. I totally feel a million times better after a workout or going to an orange theory class, going to plank, going for a walk, sweating hundred percent our sauna blankets. I feel so incredibly good after a sauna session, whether that's in a real sauna or a sauna blanket. Like I recently posted my Instagram story. Why do I not do this more? Because I always feel so good. It's literally an endorphin high and I don't do this nearly enough because it just makes you feel so good for like four to six hours. I don't know what the Mm -hmm. actual timing is, but I know I feel good for like the rest of the day after I do the sauna blanket. Um, Also love my red light therapy mask. I feel like that makes me, it's really good for your skin. It's good for acne. It's good for sunspots and other uneven skin tones, but it's just, it gives you like, um, like I feel like you get so much blue light that doing a red light face mask, like it like makes me feel better. I don't know why, just because I feel like we literally are getting blue light poisoning from all of our devices and stuff. So Love doing that. Um, mm, next time I come to visit, I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah, it's really. It's also from Higher Dose. Did I say Higher Power? I'm at Higher Dose. I think you said Higher Dose. Okay, yeah, Higher Dose because Connor got that for me for my birthday or for Christmas or something from knowing that they were a sponsor of the show. Also, it's as simple as reading for me. I feel like I'll get in these periods where I know that I'm scrolling way too much and doing way too much TikTok and getting into a good book makes me feel really good. And I feel like we always need a reminder to just pick up some more books. And I think I've said this before, but I was very much into self-help books and sometimes they'd be harder to get through. So don't be afraid to pick up a good smut book or fiction, something dumb so that it really intrigues you. It's just more important to get your eyes on a book. It doesn't really matter what. Not everything has to be helpful and so correct career driven or product productivity driven. Yeah. I think that's great. That kind of makes me feel like being present is sometimes the answer. Like I think a lot of those activities that we just said are getting you out of your head, whether you're anxious about something that's coming up or you're feeling sad and down, a good workout, reading a book you enjoy, that long hot shower really grounds you in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like afterwards you feel better because it relieved a lot of attention, stress, anxiety. For sure. Now that's warm out, going to the park, laying mm-hmm. on a blanket. I was just going to say picnic. Well, 
like, yeah, like I love doing that with friends though too. It's just like such a good vibe. And putting on self tanner is another <laughs> another good one for me. I just love feeling tan. Like that always recommendations. I jump around so much. I'm I'm trying out the Bondi Sands one right now, and it's really good. But I also use Tanologist. I mean, loving tan is definitely the best, but it's also like sixty dollars a bottle. It's so expensive, but that's definitely the best one I think. I need to get on that game. Oh my gosh, I, I love Jergens it. Once in like high school, turned orange. Never have used self tanner since. Yeah, that's like the worst one. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was all that was available in like 2008. No, though. for sure, that was the OG. Yeah, 2008 literally. specifically. Yes, like literally. Yes. <laughs> I mean, do I still have a Jergens like lotion self tanner one? Yeah, or no, I I got it last year. Um, it was oh like God. the only option, but she, she works like okay. they've, they've reformulated, like she does a good job. Good for Jurgens. Yeah. I mean, they walked so Bondi Sands could run. I know. So thank you for that service. Jurgens, such an ugly name too. Oh my gosh. Someone's <laughs> going to have that last name. Oh my God. Sorry. If you are Jurgens. I mean, I have an ugly last name too. So. No, you don't. Yours is good. Weddings cool. If you guys didn't know, my family is the only weddings in the whole world. But some, one time I told crazy. someone that and they were like, there's no chance. I'm like, what do you mean there's no chance? I'm like, yeah. So anyone with the last name Wedig is for sure related to you? Yeah, there's only like 10 of us. That's crazy. How? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe is is this not normal? I feel like there's, just because there's so many lineages in the last name, I would imagine. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not in. The closest thing is there's one lady named Patricia Wedig and she has two Ts, but she's not related to us. But that's Mm. the closest even spelling or anything to my last name. I wonder if things like that happen. Happen when people go through Ellis Island mm-hmm. and they spell your last name wrong or they like just change it. I wonder if something like that happened. If- I don't know. My great grandpa came over by himself and with um, my great grandma. She was like Belgian. They like came over on the boat mm-hmm. and it was like just them. And he was like 20 years older than her. So they like, they started like totally fresh. So I don't know if something happened back home that yeah. he was like, I'm going to change my name. I'm making or this what. word up. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess like you guys, we never say it, but how you say it is wedding. People like do like wedding, wedage, like we get, I get all kinds of stuff, but it's just how it looks. It's so funny when people say that their name gets mispronounced all the time and it looks so obvious to me. I think people overthink mine. Yeah. But- with Ty. <laughs> I also, this is, I need to circle back, but my middle name is Rivers and I totally missed the opportunity to just go by Allison Rivers. Should have done it. We'll do it someday. That's all I'll say for now. But the next question. <laughs> I know it's such a, you're literally yeah. an artist and it's such an artist name. It's okay. Wedding's still really good. That's, I would tell you if it isn't and it is. Everyone is secretly like, yeah, go by Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but what, Rivers is way better. <laughs> uh, I know, I know. And this is more of a practical question, but they said, do you have any tips for starting out on Notion? I'm trying to get my ish together and I feel like Notion would help so much. Yeah, I can give other practical organized tips. I don't really use Notion, but I do very much appreciate it. It's a very nice platform. I have it. I just haven't. I feel like there needs to be a day where you sit down like a Sunday and you really just commit to doing Notion because it Mm -hmm. seems like a little bit of work is required up front to set it up how you would like, but I just haven't. I don't know. What do you think? Oh yeah. I spent like one entire weekend setting up my Notion exactly how I wanted. Mm -hmm. For me, it like I am a pen and paper person 
person. Mm-hmm. So that's like what I use my journals on the daily. But I like my notion for place holding important things, mm-hmm. especially if I'm like busy or on the go. Not like Google Calendar things, but like honestly, just hack my notion. You can take over my life. But like a passport number, like <laughs> my uh, just like login things and random goals or no? Yeah, like I have okay. my goals on okay. there. Things that you don't need like every single day. But when you're like, wait, what was that thing I was working towards or contact information? Like if you were planning a wedding, Notion would be amazing to like mm-hmm. have as like a project. And you could, because Notion is like Google Drive and Pinterest, like had a baby. Cause it's like, you get to put in all the photos and everything and you can connect it to Drive. It's like MySpace. Yeah. And like have music playing in the background, but I still like pen and paper so much. So I use Notion as more of like the background. Okay. The big picture stuff, but the day-to-day yes. tasks are pen and paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so with you on the pen and paper. I just have done ClickUp. I've done other softwares and I just am not, I don't like having to check my phone or checking the website all the mm-hmm. time for daily tasks. I love having a piece of paper and a pen in my notebook and seeing, did I check everything off that I needed to do? And don't you feel like it's so much more satisfying, like that physical check and like the process of writing your to-do list down on paper, I feel like cements it in my brain more. A hundred percent. And it's just like, we do everything on technology. I go on social media. I send emails. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need another thing to put in another app. I genuinely like when I have a thought, oh, I need to do this. I like putting it right in my notebook right away. Mm -hmm. Same. But I still am glad I have it. Like if it was a monthly subscription, I don't know if I would pay for it. Mm -hmm. But the free version that I have to just have all of those numbers, goals, stuff. It's great. Yeah. I guess the tip I have is don't be afraid to look at templates or even pay for a Notion template. Because the one thing that I use in Notion, it's like a tracker for this project I'm working on. It it was a template and it's beautiful and gorgeous. And I don't think I would have ever, ever been able to make that on my own. Yeah. And then that way, if you don't end up using it all the time, you didn't put two days in like I did. Yeah. So use some templates. Well, a similar question. Someone said, I was curious what brand of journals and planners you use. Mm-hmm. What do you use? Oh my gosh. I have so many random ones. Uh, no specific brand, but I love the within one that we got from our guest, Tiana Gidley Creative. I really like that one because it can serve multiple purposes and it has a bunch of different prompts to just get your brain going. And I think the why behind that journal was to actually, it's, it's more the journaling for your thoughts and for your brain. So if you need something for that within like W-T-H or how you spell it? It's just within. Oh, okay. It has the vowels. I thought it was one that doesn't have the vowels. Okay, no, the vowels are there. Yeah, it's just, it's on within. We'll link it in the show notes. And yeah, that's a really good one for journaling when I want to write out things like my thoughts. But just regular journals, I've gotten so many journals for free from like seminars, from work. I just write my to-do notes and just random branded ugly notebooks. I'm sorry, I'm so lame. I'm like so specific about (laughs) them. This is an Allison question, so let's turn it to you. Fine. That was a good answer. Um, <laughs> Papier sent me some like with my name on it. Those would make Cute. a great gift. They, I should, I'm not going to grab them because you guys aren't watching, but there's a financial planner one. Mm-hmm. There's like a food diary one. Mm-hmm. There's 
a different wellness one. There's just like a brain dump one. So they do a great job of having different journals for different needs. Right. So I would definitely head to their website if there was like a category of a planner that you want um. because I do feel like that's nice. Like if you wanted all of your money in one, one spot that's like not mixed in with like your quarter life crisis. Yeah. You know, but um, I do actually on my Amazon storefront, I have an entire category of like all of my favorite journals mm-hmm. and really the pens. That's like what I'm very passionate about. They have to be the TOL brand. Must be black ink. You use blue ink when you journal. We cannot be friends. <laughs> or red ink. Oh my God, it's terrifying. That's scary. Like one time my mom gifted me TOL pens. They're the best, but they were blue. And I was like, I have to exchange them. Like it has to be black ink. I don't know. Like it seems so weird to have like pages full of blue ink. 0.7 for the thickness. <laughs> okay, cool. Honestly, trust. I put I put that on my story multiple times and people have messaged me and they were like, no, you're right. But my only complaint is they do run out of ink kind of fast so just like get the multi-pack okay good to know yeah no I think a good pen makes all the difference actually yeah if it's like running out it like makes writing not fun yeah okay we're gonna do one more question another rec question Hello, I really want to get into my smoothie game and need a good vegan protein powder. Do you have any good recs? Allison, I see you post the best looking smoothies all the time. So I figured you'd have some good stuff. I used to love the Orgain pea protein vegan powder, but I heard that it might have Roundup in it. And I don't know if that's true. So I'm scared that Mm. if you want, that one used to be really good. They used to be a go-to vegan protein powder for me, but I stopped buying it because I heard that there was high levels of Roundup in it. So do some research if it does doesn't have that, then I would say that's a good one because it tastes really good and it's very affordable and you can get it at any grocery store, CVS, Whole Foods. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they got like bought out by a bigger company and like the formula change. I will f- say that that is a health food thing to be aware of. Like these brands that say that you find that you're like, oh my gosh, this is like a very good natural nut butter. And then you see all the ingredients are clean or whatever. And then you never think to check again because you validated that it was good. Well, sometimes these big companies like, you know, General Mills or something will buy up these smaller health food brands and then they change the ingredients or the process without rebranding or changing the name. And then you don't know that is actually like a big problem in the health food world right now. Mm-hmm. So it is take- happening these recommendations with a grain of salt and also know like even online things that you're buying, like they could change at any time, which is super sad. But my two favorite protein powders are Epic Protein and More Life. The More Life one is like always sold out, but I also get my maca powder and my blue spirulina from More Life. Mm-hmm. They're on Amazon or you could get them from our website. It's like one girl out of Australia that like started this company. So I, I love More Life. And then Epic is just, I feel like very reliable. Uh, another brand that Connor, giving credit to Connor, he has been on this brand for years because my fiance Connor is allergic to everything. So if you heard of naked protein powder the literally only ingredient is the pea protein like that's the only thing in it it's like naked so it's good for people with allergies or people that are very health conscious because they don't do fake sugars they don't do any chemicals so connor loved naked has been buying that for like six plus years then the kardashians got in on it blew it up they were sold out for like two years straight connor couldn't get it anymore because the kardashians started using it and then everyone caught on but i think they're rack in stock so they have a really good vegan and non 
vegan protein powders too. Wow. Imagine owning that company and like life's just going fine. It's normal. And all of a sudden the Kardashians <laughs> shout out your brand and then you're like set for life. Yeah, literally. I mean, make a good product and the success people will follow. Like oh. literally one ingredient, key protein. Can you see the packaging? Yeah. It, the packaging is very naked too. Cool. I mean, yeah, you might recognize it. I like it. it. We'll link all of these in the show notes. Do you have a Amazon storefront with like your favorite grocery things? Yeah, we can yeah. link that too. I have one too. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay. Okay, cool. Thank you guys for sending your questions. As always, send in more. We will be doing yeah, this please. every month. We do this every single month. And yeah, already friendspodcast.com. And don't be afraid to make them juicy. Give us like some content. Give us the tea. Give us the crazy situations, the crazy life updates. It's always anonymous. So, you know, you can spill the tea and get some wholesome advice from your two favorite gals. Amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us today. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. We want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys. We need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? Yes. So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye.